Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We begin a new book now, the book of Ecclesiastes. The name Ecclesiastes means preacher or teacher. So depending on which version of the Bible you use, uh, the first verse of the book mentions either teacher or preacher, that it's written by teacher or preacher. It's believed that King Solomon is the author. Again, references made to King David's son who ruled in Jerusalem. So the traditional author has never really been questioned as having been King Solomon. The type of literature is uh, poetry, but it's also uh, full of proverbs. The content focuses on the meaning of life. And um, if I could quote one verse from chapter 12, it doesn't matter the version. They all sound similar. Everything you were taught can be put into a few words. Respect and obey God. This is what life's all about. And so he searches for the meaning of life. And then ultimately his conclusion is that you should respect and obey God. And um, that is the meaning of life. The words vanity or meaningless appear many, many times in the book of Ecclesiastes. The author is exploring various things and finding them meaningless before he comes to his ultimate conclusion that life is about our relationship with the Lord. So let's read now Ecclesiastes chapter 1. The words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, ever returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. All things are wearisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear its fill of hearing. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one can say, look, this is something new. It was here already long ago. It was here before our time. No one remembers the former generations, and even those yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow them. I, the teacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. I applied my mind to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens. What a heavy burden God has laid on mankind. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun, and all of them are meaningless. A chasing after the wind. What is crooked cannot be straightened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, Look, I have increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. Then I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom, and also of madness 
and folly. But I learned that this too is a chasing after the wind. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. And so this begins with a very uh, dismal assessment of life. As I mentioned, um, King Solomon is the author. King Solomon's life um, is kind of a, a sad life in terms of scriptures. It looks that he began well, and then he was led astray by numerous foreign wives. He was led to worship foreign gods and kind of fell out of disfavor with the Lord because of the influence of his many wives. But here he's assessing the meaning of life, and we have to say the meaning of his own life. He is uh, the king in Jerusalem, and his initial assessment, verse 2, is meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless, everything is meaningless. And so his, his perspective is his life does not have substance or meaning. Even though he's very wealthy, even though he's very smart, he's accomplished, he has wives almost without number, he has wealth almost beyond counting, he says everything is meaningless. Then he asks the question, verse 3, what do people gain from all of their labors at which they toil under the sun? And so this position of futility, this is where Solomon comes from. He's um, reviewing his life and he's finding it all empty and um, uh, meaningless. And then he goes on um, to explain generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The eye can never see enough. The ear can never fill up with hearing. Whatever has been will be again, etc. No one remembers the former generations, and even those yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow them. And so this perspective of, you know, what is my life all about? Probably everyone who's ever lived with a self-awareness has asked at some point, what is my life about? Well, this is what Solomon is doing in the book of Ecclesiastes. And frankly, at times it is um, a little bit depressing. But he is the king over Israel. He's the teacher over Israel. He is the wisest man who ever lived. And he's embarking on a quest for the meaning of life. Listen to these words from verse 13. I applied my mind to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens. Verse 16. I said to myself, look, I have increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. Then I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly. So he wanted to understand wisdom. He wanted to understand madness and foolishness. But then he learned ultimately that all of this is chasing the wind. In other words, even this uh, attempt to understand these things is meaningless. And he makes this final statement in this chapter. With much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. In other words, the more self-aware you are, the more uh, intelligent you are, the more wise you are in terms of accumulated knowledge, the more, by his estimation, are you able to recognize the difficulty of your position. That, in other words, even though you're greatly gifted with information, the information just brings you more grief. You're you're greatly gifted with intellect and knowledge, 
And all of those things only compound the futility of your life. It's a very dismal perspective. I hate to end on that, but thank God the book doesn't end on that note. But just this chapter does. And so, Lord, uh, as we read through the book of Ecclesiastes, we recognize that Solomon was a man who struggled in his life spiritually. We recognize that this uh, writing is a bit of his struggle, that he came to the point where his life seemed meaningless. And Lord, perhaps some are listening today that their lives seem, seem meaningless. Ultimately, Solomon is going to come to the conclusion that knowing you and obeying you is what life's all about. Lord, may we each come to that conclusion now. God, you are the author of our lives. You're the foundation stone upon which a good life is built. Knowing you and interacting with you and loving you, Lord, that is what our lives were created for. Help us to find our meaning in you. We love you, Lord. We bless you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.